You're listening to Call to Homeschool, episode number 73. Is your curriculum all wrong? This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome back. It's episode number 73. And we're going to talk about why your curriculum's all wrong. And you should throw it all away. Or not. Change everything. Waste thousands of dollars. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't do that. We're just no. kidding. No, but really we're going to talk about why the curriculum doesn't matter. As much as you think it does. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's probably been the biggest question I've had all summer long. And mm-hmm. a lot of my coaching calls, especially with my like newest clients, have all been about the curriculum. Yep. And most of the questions I get for my friends who are starting homeschooling this year have been all about curriculum as well. And like constant obsessive texts about what about this book and this book? And, you know, that's all they're thinking about. And um, I totally understand it because I've been there and I was mm-hmm. there many a times in the beginning. Um I, I literally would spend hours and hours researching curriculum and reading every review I could find on it and obsessing and planning and sometimes losing sleep over making the right choice. But then the funny thing was the next year I would do it again. Yes. Well, I was thinking about it. So we're in our 13th year of homeschooling and you're probably about the same just because you started younger yeah. with uh, your Brennan being younger. But uh, I have done four different math programs, and I think with Georgie, because now I've done so many different ones, mm-hmm. I know which one I'm going to do with him, but mm-hmm. it's not what I'm doing with Brigham or the other kids. Actually, five different math programs, <laughs> uh, tons of different writing programs, different styles, different philosophies. Mm-hmm. Like, I have tried a lot of them. Yeah. I was on um, that heck of a conference that two weeks ago now whenever we recorded those and one yes. of the questions someone asked me at the end of it was um what what style of homeschooling do you do you you seem very eclectic and it made me laugh just the question in general because because yes very eclectic i am all over the place and i just sort of have learned to pick and choose the things that work and don't work and just well and your personality you and your strengths and your weaknesses right mm-hmm. like if you are not an early morning riser do not pick a curriculum that has to be started by 8 a.m. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what curriculum would be. I know. I was like, what time. makes you do that? But, but I'm saying like, if you had one that was super time intensive yeah. and yeah. you have a lot of children or a new baby, like there are right. things right. like that. Um, I think sometimes too, people think that if they're struggling with a child, the curriculum is the problem. Yes. Not the relationship. Yes. I think that's a really important point because very often you can make a curriculum work for anyone for the most part. I mean, there are different styles that work differently for different kids for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think she's right in the fact that often it's about how you're presenting it and how you're interacting while you're doing it. And um, you can make most things work. Yes. And just being willing to adapt, right? Like I have, we're doing a different art book this year. Like I said, we change all the time. And we are doing great paintings, every child should know, or something fun Mm -hmm. like that. And I had about, I don't know, two minutes of attention from my Mm nine-year-old, and he was done. And like, that's all he had. And it's not because the curriculum is horrible. It's not because he's antsy and there's something wrong with him. Like, it just just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Or in that moment, right? Like, there's nothing, I don't need to throw it out and start all the way over. Right, right. 
Yeah, definitely. So does curriculum matter? We're not saying that it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we, right. You need to have something to use to teach your children in some way. Mm -hmm. um, whatever you choose in that style is is up to you completely. But um, obviously, we want our kids to learn and to be educated and to prepare for their lives. So we're not saying throw everything out and do nothing. Um, although there are people that do that too, you know, there's yes. the unschooling style as well that works well for many families. Well, and it's funny too, because you, when with that type of style, you, there's so much learning that's going on in life, mm -hmm. right? Of wanting a job or just things around the house and, or if the kids are grocery shopping or something like that, like they're learning math without it being a textbook. Yeah. I was today, we had a really late start and our day was just crazy. And I don't know how much school is going to actually get done because <laughs> it's noon and I'm at Megan's house recording a podcast yeah. and I was in the shower at 10. So, um, it was one of those days and I was in the shower and my daughter knocked on the bathroom door and said, mom, guess what? I just saw two bluebirds out in the yard. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she said, we're going to go look them up. And in that moment, I realized, hey, guess what? They're learning something still, even though I've been really disorganized and I haven't gotten things in order as quickly as I needed to today. My daughter was learning things that interested her in that moment. And it, it just was kind of like a reminder to me that it's okay if some days are not perfect oh yeah and um because most days are not and that was nothing in a curriculum it was not in a book it was not anything but what she saw in our backyard well and i think that too with um so i have some huge sports fanatics at my house and the math that they do by memorizing stats mm -hmm. and the points and it was so funny like guess how much this team won by last night and i just think that's subtraction like there are things they're doing all the time with yeah. something that they love that they don't realize that they're learning. That yeah. we sometimes we think we've got to be really careful and just present this beautiful curriculum, but their learning is happening everywhere. Yeah, sometimes we had it's another just getting out of the kind way. of similar thing. Um, it, it's really cold here today, and I was worried about my tomato plant because we have a lot of tomatoes that aren't quite ripe on the on the plant still. And so I, we were checking the weather and I was talking to my kids about, I might need to cover the plants if it freezes overnight. So we need to know the temperatures. And so we had a whole discussion about when does it freeze and, 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 you know, plants that can't survive in cold and how do you keep them warm? And, and that was another one of those moments where I was like, look at all the things my kids are learning right now in this instant in just a real life interaction. And it's, it's incredible how often that happens. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times you just have to get out of the way and allow the mm -hmm. learning to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe get rid of some distractions. Yeah. You know, like if they're on video games all day. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So what we're saying is curriculum, yes, it matters, but it's not all about the curriculum. And you shouldn't spend months obsessing and you shouldn't stress about the fact that you picked something, but your friend is doing something different and it mm -hmm. might be better. You don't know if it's better. It might be worse. Yeah. Um. And if you pick the wrong one, it's not going to be a failure of a school year either. And your kid will be just fine and will still thrive. You know what I found is interesting is that we have had our income fluctuate a lot during these years of homeschooling. So my husband's self-employed and we got hit hard in the 2008 economy collapse. I don't know what, what's the right word there. Yeah. And uh, that hit us really hard. And so I was thinking at looking at something that I had got Georgie, the counting bears, when Karen talked about that one of our episodes. Mm -hmm. I was like, that sounds so cute. So I had bought these counting bears. And for six other children, I did not use these counting bears. And somehow they all can do math and <laughs> they can all function and they're graduating in college classes. 
and high school diplomas and all these things and they didn't have counting bears <laughs> and they were just fine and they were just fine and so <laughs> we are more um what's the word our income is more stabilized now and we're to a point that counting bears isn't a big deal to go and buy some it's okay it, in the budget <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to we're not going to not eat because i bought these but it was just fun. Like, yes, it was cute. Georgie loves them. He thinks mm -hmm. it's fun. Yes, we're learning counting. Yes, we're learning colors. We're doing patterns. We're we're having a ton of fun with them. But we, my other kids, we just did it in a different way that didn't cost me any money. Exactly. And yeah. so, and I don't do programs where, like, because there are in Utah programs where you can uh, get reimbursed. And I haven't done those programs. And so... Like there's so many different options. So mm -hmm. you can totally homeschool with a tiny budget. Yeah, definitely. Like you don't have to have like, well, I have to have all this money and all these things. I need a microscope. Like, nope. Because I have one of our homes we lived in was, oh my goodness, I think like 1,200 square feet, 1,400 mm -hmm. square feet. And there were eight of us. And my husband was working from home. The, I was had all six kids. And we have really fun memories of our mm -hmm. school there. And so it was just... It's not all about these this curriculum. Right. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So what is it about then? Well, I think, and this has been a great question I've been asking clients a lot lately too, is what does being educated mean to you? Mm -hmm. And I think this is what Karen and I were talking about earlier is that we probably are not the smartest people on this planet. Spoiler alert. And could somebody teach some of these subjects better? Possibly. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. I am not an expert in most of the subjects I teach my children, any, any of the subjects I teach my children. Yeah, I can do it. Fine. Yes. But what can we, like, then why homeschool, right? Yeah. What's the yeah. point if we're not going to be the expert in these subjects? Yeah. So I think this goes a lot back to your why. Like, what's your purpose in homeschooling and finding your, what, what was that episode called that we did? Uh, isn't we it did finding your why? That. I think it is probably finding your why. <laughs> Something like that. So there, yeah, we have a whole episode on that and I'll, I'll find the correct title if that's not it and link it in our show notes. But, um, I have a whole lot of whys and I listed a whole lot of whys of what matters more than the actual curriculum that you choose. And, and I think you, as you listen to this, can think of your own list of whys, why you're homeschooling this year um, might just be because of a virus yeah, and to keep your family healthy, or it might be because of your faith, or it might be because your child has a learning disability, or, you know, there, there may be a whole spectrum of reasons why you're choosing that this year. There may be 10 reasons. I have a lot of them mm -hmm. and they've evolved over the years and grown. Um, so think about that. And we have some, some ideas for you. Yes. Too. So I created this year, it was a create your homeschool year workbook. And basically step number one is creating your why. Mm -hmm. I think it's called, oh, it's called creating your vision. That's what the episode is called. Your vision. Yes. Creating your is. vision. And in it, I'd say, if you don't know what you want to create, then it doesn't even matter what you mm -hmm. do, right? Right. So in it, I have some questions that um, I will go over, just a few of them. But like, what values are important to me? Because that is going to be a big thing with your homeschool, mm -hmm. right? Like, is, is religion important to right. you? Uh, is being courteous important to you? Character development? Mm -hmm. What are really important? What values are important to you? Um, why, what do I think is important to teach my children? Yeah. And those subjects can vary, you know, it could be Latin and trigonometry, or it could be addition, 
you know, like there, yeah, <laughs> that's going to vary depending on the age of your kids. It's going to vary depending on just what you feel is necessary for your kids to learn. Well, I think too, because I've talked before, my husband's a linguist, right? Mm -hmm. And he thinks foreign languages are really important. I do not speak a foreign language and I do not feel as strongly about foreign language as he does. Mm -hmm. So I give them the option to do Duolingo, but I quit trying to teach a foreign language because I didn't like it. And, and she's not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely speak English. <laughs> but so then I got to find like, you know what? Foreign language is not as important to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's not working because I don't really care all the way. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that my children aren't being exposed to it because dad's super excited about it. And he's talking to him all the time about it, but finding out what is important to you for your kids to know, or that you want to teach that really helps finding a why like yeah. I'm homeschooling because they don't teach this subject in school. Like I want them to, mm -hmm. um, I have a cute girlfriend who is going to be homeschooling and she's a huge like gardener and farmer. And she's like, they don't teach life making like skills. Mm -hmm. They like canning and chickens and yeah, she has beekeeping yeah. and orchards. Yeah. That's one of my big ones too, is I love the fact that my kids are learning life skills through, you know, just living life at home. They know how to bake bread and they know how to, you know, clean the house and to garden and those kinds of things happen often at our home. And so those are, I think they're very important skills and I think they, they're lost in our society these days. Well, yes, that I, I would rather have my children have habits of being able to take care of themselves mm -hmm. than being really good at passing a test. Mm -hmm. Because in the long run, which one's gonna benefit them? Because they know how, if I can teach them how to work hard, then they can figure out how to pass a test because they have that work ethic yeah. that they've learned from doing yard work and housework and washing their own clothes and baking and cooking. Right. And so they can learn that principle and then apply it as if they do want to mm -hmm. go to college or different subjects like that. And there's also the opportunity to develop and find a passion that they have and that they want to pursue in life because mm -hmm. that can be a challenging thing in the public school system where you're, you don't have the freedom to dig deeper in subjects that interest you as much. Yes, that you might have to, if you have history and you really love history, then once like when the class is over, it's over. Mm -hmm. Like, even though you're having fun with the discussion, it's like, oh, sorry, the bell rang. Yeah. And we're at home when we're having fun, we can do it longer. Something else I think is wonderful about homeschooling is that kids can really learn to love themselves yeah. easier in a homeschool setting. Like my kids, um, I mean, we have, we have a lot of friends and we have friend groups through our co-op and through church and different things like that. But I think in the school setting, there's a lot more room for the competition and the comparisons then they um that they're just not experiencing when they're homeschooled and so my kids are pretty confident with themselves yeah and, and i think that's wonderful that they can feel that and not have that pressure yeah definitely that's i don't think my children struggle with confidence no yours don't it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome i love it oh yeah they're they're very confident it's awesome yeah but I think, too, another question I have in here. So this little book is available on my website, coachmechthomas.com. Um, if you're my membership, you can have a free download of it. And my membership is keeping that low price until the end of the year where you'll get a lifetime membership. So anyway, but this book, you can download it for free there. Or if you just want to buy it, you can do that on my website, too. But I love the question, how do I measure success? Mm, yeah. Like, is do I measure success by checking off a list that we, we got through a workbook? Mm-hmm. Do I, you know, what do, how do I measure success? And I think I've had to change it to how do I show up? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Instead of like, wow, we did all these things or putting the success on my children mm -hmm. because then their failures are mine as well. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm saying like my success is that I show up excited to teach them. I show up in a place of compassion or peace when they're losing their mind, mm -hmm. right? Of being understanding. So that to me is how I um, measure success in homeschooling. Right. Versus yeah. like, my kids are so smart. Let me tell you why. Right. Because then I have right. to say, here's where they struggle because of me. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. Um, I think also, sorry. There, no, another, okay. another point I love is that they're in a safe place where they can learn and be themselves without that outside force as well. And kind of similar to um, like loving themselves, mm -hmm. but also just being comfortable in, in your safe place. Because I feel like often in, in school, kids um, are afraid to speak up. They're afraid to be themselves fully. And then if they're not understanding something, they're afraid to raise their hand and ask for more help because it's embarrassing. And so in in the home setting, they don't have those fears and those worries so much. Or you do, like they don't have the fears if they know the right answer. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. That is not funny because my kids yeah. have felt that at church. I've felt that so often in my life too. And I, I know the answer. And not to be but like, I'm going to know it all. I have felt that. And it's a hard situation to be into where you're like, oh, no one else is answering. I guess I'll answer again. Yes. And, and that's awkward. And at home, they're not going to feel that. No. And my kids took it into church. Like, don't worry. One of the Thomas kids will say it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I do. Mm -hmm. I do know it. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, yeah, they yeah. do. And they're not afraid to share that they like knowledge. Knowing things doesn't make you weird or an outcast right. or something like that. Right. And I think also you're, you're allowing, um, having your kids home gives you the chance to teach kids the things you want them to learn when you feel they're ready for it. Yeah. So you don't have that pressure of like, you know, cultural influences or the world pushing things at them that you're not ready for them to learn yet. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot going on right now in the world that I don't necessarily want my six year old to have to learn about yet. Yeah. And so I can keep her safe as long as possible in my in my safe little home, right? Yes, definitely. So I think too, kind of what we're saying is that you can experiment with different curriculums. If you buy one and you're like, this one is the worst, it's dumb, throw it out. Like you do not have to finish a year with a curriculum you don't love. Um, I've talked to people who have bought the good and the beautiful language arts and it's a little time intensive. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do all these things. And I thought, then don't do all those things. Oh, but we skip a lot of the things yes. they tell us to do. <laughs> and I'm really big on, I buy something, and if I don't like the way the teacher manual or the teacher part is set up, I just don't listen to it, and yeah. I do it the way I want to do it. And so I think that's a, a big thing that you have to understand with a curriculum. Like, this is not like... This is not like the end of the world if you don't follow the instructions perfectly and do every single step that they tell you to. I skip most of it and mm -hmm. I just pick the parts that work for us and move forward and it's fine and my kids are still okay. Yeah. And so yeah. so if something isn't working because there's too many parts, take out the parts that don't work and just simplify it and use the parts that do and then you don't have to spend money on a whole new curriculum. Yeah. Or you can find there's a lot of websites that have free options too. Mm -hmm. We should just do an episode on that on like a free free and resources. cheap resources for homeschooling. Yeah, that would be okay. A good one. Yes. Yeah. So just giving you the power of if something's not working, you don't need to beat the dead horse, right? Yeah. Like yeah. throw it out, let it go. The very first language arts program I had, 
I don't know the name of it, but it, like I wouldn't say it anyway because I'd feel bad to. <laughs> I've been through many that I've just been like, nope, that's yes, not and it. I had to watch a DVD the night before every time mm-hmm. and you couldn't speed it up and it was just slow. And I thought, oh my gosh, I want to yeah. bang my head on the wall. We've been through some like that too. And it's, yeah. it doesn't, you don't have to do it. <laughs> no. And so we've tried a bunch of different ones and I've kind of found like the style I like now. Another thing I've thought about recently too is a lot of moms are trying to keep their kids at the exact same pace as the public schools because mm-hmm. they're really worried about kids falling behind or um, not learning something that the other ones are learning at school if they're putting them back in. And I think that that's something that you can also just not worry so much about, especially elementary age. They're going to be just fine and they'll quickly just catch right back up. Kids are really resilient and amazing at learning things quickly. Yes. My um, eighth grader is trying doing a program this year that will, that will get them ready for college for next year. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I, I failed a bunch of these classes, which is funny because he doesn't even that doesn't mean anything to him. <laughs> but he, it's just like, OK, I'll just keep trying. And, and now he's getting it. But mm-hmm. he had to figure it out and he That's has funny. the skills of figuring it out. And so my little first grader today we're using Christian light math and their little workbooks mm-hmm. and she's still in number one. Like we're not quite done with the first, each one has like 20 or something lessons. I don't remember. She lost it and we couldn't find it today. So I was like, well, I guess we're starting number two. And she got all panicky and she's like, but I didn't finish and I won't know the stuff. Yeah. It's like, I bet you will. We opened it up and we started on book two and she was just fine. And she hadn't like missed a beat and she knew all the things on that page and and she was pretty excited that she was she was able to do it, even though we skipped probably 10 lessons or I don't even remember how many, but it was just kind of funny. And and it's amazing how if you don't perfectly follow, it's going to be just fine and you're going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. With that all being said, we understand that curriculum is a very big concern mm-hmm. for people. So the next following weeks, we will be diving in and interviewing like these awesome women that we love and we've known for years. Some of our besties. Some of like, and we'll be doing a history episode of their favorite curriculum that they've used, maybe different ones that they've tried, why it wasn't successful, mm-hmm. why this one is successful. So we will be diving into different science, so we'll just do history. topical and we'll yes. have a history lesson, a science or a history episode, a science episode, a language arts, a math. Yes. We'll go deep into each of those topics for you guys to give you some ideas. And, um, and I just want to give one little caveat on that. When you listen to them, if you hear someone talk about one that you didn't pick, please don't let that get yeah. you upset and think, oh, no, I chose the wrong thing. My year is over. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Just put it on your list to check out next year. <laughs> yes. Or if you like one that one of our friends or that we are like, oh, I did not like that one. That's it, okay, too. Yes. And it could be personality styles. Mm-hmm. And it could be, and I know things that I liked in the beginning when I homeschooled, I don't like now because I don't like being told what to do anymore. <laughs> but funny. in the beginning, I liked it a mm-hmm. lot. And I, I, I really think when you're starting, ones. it's easier to have a little guide to tell you step by step what to do. But when you get older, like I know more experienced, <gasps> I mean, like us, um, we're not old. When you get more mature, <laughs> yeah, you just want to do it your own way. <laughs> yes. Story of my life. Yep. So anyway, that will be coming. And I know we had some requests for specific curriculum episodes. And so instead of just us, we are going to be interviewing some women that we know and love and really respect their opinions. And yeah, we're really excited to share all of those with you guys. Yes. So if your curriculum stinks, 
Don't feel bad if you throw it away. Or <laughs> <laughs> think about really what it is you want your children to know, mm -hmm. you know, and make that a priority of what you want to do before you really start worrying about curriculum. That's yeah. my advice. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Love you, friends. We will chat with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calltohome.com.